Welcome to Living Water Radio. An anonymous meme of unknown origin blew up on Twitter in May of 2020 and pops up online every once in a while over a year later. It's called the shopping cart theory, and it posited that the shopping cart is the ultimate litmus test for whether a person is capable of self-governing. Is it? Today we'll take a look. My name is Pastor David Burkadall. My wife, Reverend Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is a United Church of Christ slash Christian Church Disciples of Christ ordained minister, focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California, and in San Dimas, California, for over 40 years. Today, maintaining our yard is my gym, and I'm active as a volunteer in the leadership of more than 100 Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregations in our area. Between the two of us, we have over 80 years of ordained ministry experience. Check out our first Living Water Radio podcast, number zero, Welcome and Introduction, for more information about us and this podcast. Grocery stores have been providing rolling baskets since 1937 at the Humpty Dumpty supermarket chain in Oklahoma. Other stores soon followed suit. Shopping carts provide a convenient way to move your groceries or clothing or hardware or whatever around the store and out to your car. And they enable you to move a lot more of it than you could carry in your arms or in your own shopping bags. Some have room to carry your children or to distract children by letting them pretend they're driving a car. There are electric versions for people with mobility issues. So you pick up your cart, freshly sanitized during the pandemic, you select your stuff, you pay for it, and you roll it out to your car. Then what? Do you leave it in an adjacent parking space? In between parking spaces? In a landscaped area? Or do you take it back to the collection rack? I've mentioned many times that one of the best definitions of character came at the Eagle Scout Awards Ceremony for one of the young men in the church that I served in San Dimas. The main speaker said, Character is what you do when there is no reward for doing the right thing and no punishment for doing the wrong thing. By that definition, what you do with your shopping cart could also be said to be a test of your character, in addition to your capacity for self-governance. I suppose one could think that by not returning your shopping cart, you are assuring someone of a job. But having to pay someone to return the cart that was loaned to you by the store as a convenience results in higher costs for the business, and therefore higher prices for you and for the community. But what about people who don't have private transportation and can't afford to pay someone to transport their stuff? What if they decide to push their stuff home and then abandon the cart? Now we're in a middle ground between concern for low-income persons and the cost to the business of wrangling the carts or paying for their replacement, which also gets passed on to the consumer. Shopping carts cost between $75 and $150 each, and some can cost between $300 and $400. Some stores hire companies to retrieve abandoned carts and return them to the store for a fee. All these stores require, some places, a 25% deposit to provide an incentive for returning your cart. Does that work? And who hasn't seen the homeless and destitute, the mentally ill and abandoned, whose only means of storing and protecting all their worldly goods is a poached shopping cart? 
Should there not be some understanding there and acceptance of the cost on the part of the community? In addition, people with mobility issues may find it difficult to drop off a cart, or persons lurking near the shopping cart rack may make you feel unsafe, or you may have just put your child in your car. For most of us, however, I think that the shopping cart is a good measure of the kind of person we are in the community, one who cares about others or one who does not. Whether or not we roll our used shopping cart back to the storage mothership in front of the store or to the shopping cart return areas conveniently located within the parking lots, our actions are not an expression of what we do or our fear of the law, but who we are. The first reading from the Bible that is heard on Reformation Sunday every October in churches all over the world are the words of God through the prophet Jeremiah, the 31st chapter, starting at the 31st verse. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant that I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, a covenant that they broke though I was their husband, says the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No longer shall they teach one another or say to each other, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and remember their sin, no more. We celebrate the day of Pentecost, the day when the Holy Spirit was given to the first believers. It is the birthday of the church. It is the fulfillment of Jesus' promise in the Gospel of John, the 14th chapter, beginning at the 15th verse. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you, and he will be in you. The law of God is not something external to you. It is within you. The presence of God within us is life that truly is life. It makes of us a new creation, a people set apart. We are born again. We do what we do not from fear of punishment or hope of reward, but because of who we are, and who we are is whose we are. We return the shopping cart and do anything that is right because we have been given a living relationship with the one true living God. If there are loose carts around us, we return them too because we are servants of one another in response to what God has done for us. The Christian life isn't a must-do, it's a want-to-do and a get-to-do, as people whose joy in the Lord finds its expression in love for all people. What do you think? Is the shopping cart theory a good measure of whether or not a person is a good member of society? The shopping cart theory is limited because it speaks only of who is capable of self-governance, in my opinion. The indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit helps us know what is good and do what is right just because of whose we are, a new creation. 
Signs of the end of the pandemic are springing up all over in Southern California. Masks are no longer required in some places. It's now expected that there will no longer be any pandemic-era restrictions in California on June 15th, less than a month away. Do we still wear masks now that they are no longer required? Will we return to normal behavior after June 15th? Or do we set an example? There is no reward and no punishment. One-third of the adults in California are still not vaccinated. That is a pool of people who, though the likelihood has gone down because of the actions of the other two-thirds, are still susceptible to sickness and death. We are guided by the formation of the streams of living water that is the biblical metaphor in both the Old and New Testaments for the Holy Spirit. We are no longer under the law. Repent, receive forgiveness, and receive God's gift of the Holy Spirit, whether returning a shopping cart or wearing a mask and avoiding crowds. We are the guide that is guided by the presence of the Holy Spirit within us. We are salt and light and leaven, bringing new life like streams of living water. Receive that gift today and live it. Today, let's remember to pray for those who are financially struggling, for the most vulnerable among us, and for those who feel insecurities of any kind. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at the Revs David and Sally at gmail.com or send us a tweet to at David Burkadal and we'll send it to you. Send your prayer requests to the same addresses and we'll include them next time. Send your comments there as well. As always, we encourage you to stay hydrated. Open your heart to receive the living water from the source, God's self, the living presence of the one true living God, the God who gave himself on the cross so that all who believe and are baptized might be restored to the living relationship with God for which we were created. Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one. Ask a friend about it or a family member. Google it. Contact the pastor. When you have a church, go to or tune in to the worship services they have available and support your church financially so that it will be there when we come back to fully physically present worship together. Support your pastor and church leaders. Pray for them and help them in any way that you can. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody. Google a local or national hotline. Reach out. You are not alone. Wear a mask when you're outside your home, practice social distancing, wash or sanitize your hands regularly. Stay at home unless you are providing essential services or need them. Avoid crowds and be outside if you have to be in a crowd. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with, especially those who are sacrificing their security to provide for yours. Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio. We are here for Christians and for the people of the Los Angeles metropolitan area who are looking for a sense of Christian community, a source of hope, and a way to thrive together during this global pandemic. We hope you'll tune in next time and invite your friends to do the same. Meanwhile, Sally and I encourage you to open your hearts to receive living water, the presence of the Holy Spirit, and stay hydrated.